What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions podcast. You're listening to a very, very special episode. This is episode 100. This is Amos here with B Pimp. B Pimp, how is everything going with you? It's great. I, episode 100 couldn't be more excited. It's almost four years to the day since our first episode came out. So Which, that is crazy. I mean, to have 100 of anything is is amazing to be doing something for four years is pretty incredible way to go cheers to us cheers to us i agree yeah um and of course we will be drinking whiskey that is the name of the podcast but what we're covering for this very special 100th episode folks that have tuned in to the podcast for a long time or at least one time know that we do top fives of any category for the 100th episode, we have taken on the challenge of doing a top 100. And it's hard to think of 100 of any particular category, but what we're going to do is songs. So that's that's this episode counting down the top 100 songs. And it's each of our own top 100s. So there will be 200, but up to 200 songs. If you were to guess, it could be up to 200. If you were to guess, how many total songs do you think will be mentioned? Like how many overlap songs where they'll be kind of canceling each other out? I think we could have, I know that we definitely have some artists that we both hold in very high esteem. So I do think there could be somewhere in the neighborhood of like 20 or so, maybe. 20, okay. Double up. I, I think that's possible, but I'm going to guess it's going to be a lower number than that. So I'll say, I'll say 10. Okay. I plan to bold on my list. I plan to bold any that you mentioned that are on my list. So at the end, we'll have a actual tally of double mentions. So, and of course we'll have double mentions. And for folks that have listened before, we do something called a double dip. If we name something that's on both of our lists uh, in a row, we call it a double dip. Although I'm kind of wondering because what we're going to do since we have a hundred songs to go through is that um, I'll name 10 songs. Then Brian will name 10 songs. What do you think constitutes a double dip in this case? I think it still has to be back to back. And I think that makes the odds of a double dip in this episode next to not. <laughs> so when you say back to back, like let's say I go first and I name songs 100 through 91. Would that mean that if I, my song at 91 is the same as yours at a hundred because you go next that's the double dip oh no i'm saying it still has to be back to back in the list okay so like okay. whatever your 97 is mine would have to be on either side of that which is why i think it's slim to nil yeah very unlikely although i know there's going to be at least a even if it's only five there's going to be at least a handful of songs that we both have so it's possible so. but I, it's, it's just improbable i think it's definitely possible let's hold out hope for this very special episode, we also have two whiskeys to try out. And I, the ice is melting in my glass right now, so I don't want to waste any more time on this. B-Pimp, why don't you go first? What are you drinking for this very special 100th episode? So I went out and found something that's out of my usual price range to celebrate our 100th episode. And honestly, the only thing I saw at the local Binnies, unless they have some other like display area with like high-end whiskeys, that qualified to me was this Jack Daniels gold. Very the, fancy box. 
it's like a shadow box that displays the bottle. It is Jack Daniels number 27 gold is our Tennessee whiskey finished in golden hued maple wood barrels and twice charcoal mellowed, providing a luxurious hint of maple and a wonderfully smooth finish. Sounds fancy. It does. Is it, is it like the fanciest Jack Daniels? To my knowledge, it is. I know that they also have, um, I was there, at least and I went to the distillery and they have like this uh, club where people will buy their own barrel. So you get all the bottles that come out of that barrel. And like there, I think there is some special kind of whiskey that they make only for those people, but you have to spend like over $10,000, I think to get Um, one of those barrels. So that is not happening. (laughs) That is with, that's outside of a budget. I would say slightly outside the budget. Even Um, if it wasn't outside of our budget, like I feel like our wives would be upset if we spent that much. I think I would quickly move from the married back to the single category if I were to <laughs> spend if I were to do that. on whiskey. Yeah. So to my knowledge, they have a single barrel that is, I don't mind discussing price here for the listeners. So they have a single barrel that's normally runs around $50 a bottle, which I've had and is extremely tasty. This was $100 even for this bottle. And that's um, US. US dollars. So I haven't seen a Jack Daniels that's running at a higher price point than that myself. I'm sure they do have some, maybe it's like regional or whatever. I don't know, but this is, I mean, from what I can tell, this seems to be their normal number 27 whiskey, just like I said, in a Maplewood barrel and the double charcoal mellowing will make a huge difference. Cause I, the single barrel is, they do a similar thing with that and that's really smooth. So I'm hoping for twice the price, I'm getting even smoother whiskey. How do you weigh where it ends up on the smooth train versus the price? Are you going to be like more critical or try to not think about the price? What's your strategy there? I will be more critical um, because it is $100. I mean, that's something that myself, I would not, this is a special occasion. So I'm celebrating. I don't mind doing like spending a hundred dollars for that. Normally that's not something I would entertain. Like even 50 is kind of like, I'm disappointed if it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that plays into it unless you're, you know, Mr. Moneybags and you could just go waste money on fancy whiskey all over town. Then you may not care as much. I think you gotta, you gotta know if it's a hundred dollars, are you getting quality that you'll savor for that hundred dollars? Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. So I'm going to pour this out and give it the old test. How are you drinking it? I'm going to go neat for this one. Nice. Just a nice little shot and a half or so there. I did cheat a little bit and smell the cork and it smelled pretty good. It's a nice, just a nice, pleasant smell. Very, even the smell is kind of on the smooth side of things, I would say. (laughs) Let's see. Yeah, I got to say, first sip, I do get a little bit of that maple barrel comes through on the front end when you first take a sip. There's like a light, a very um, hint of sweetness, but not Mm -hmm. too much. And then it's just really, really dangerously smooth, I would say. Like it... (laughs) <laughs> when you, you, normally even like a good expensive uh bourbon when you when you swallow the bourbon it almost always will have a little burn or a little kick to it yeah. this is just non-existent it's absolutely smooth wow do you notice 
like general similarities to normal Jack or not really? I do. Um, I even, you know, the single barrel that I mentioned um, that has, that doesn't have the, it's not in a maple barrel, so it doesn't have that little sweetness to it, but that's just basically like the regular Jack Daniels that you buy kicked up a notch of like smooth. This is even more, like I said, I want a lot of smooth, extra smoothness and quality in that taste for the double price point. And I think it's exceeded what I was expecting. So is it on, is there a new type of train, like a dangerously smooth train that it goes on? This is the, this is now the conductor of the smooth train. I love it. Yeah. We, somebody had to be driving the train, right? I think it, we may have uh, at one point um, named a conductor. I don't remember who it was, but they just got replaced. I mean, yeah, it's like after a certain amount of time, you got to be replaced. Yeah, I think so. It is like this a is America. job, so you can kind of do it as long as you want, probably. But maybe they're like retirement. The pension's good. You got to retire at some point. Yeah, we take care of our smooth train operators. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. All right, good. Glad to have one for the smooth train. The one I have is uh, local uh, to where I'm at. Uh, so this is Sonoma Dis uh, Distilling Company. It's a cherrywood smoked bourbon whiskey. Uh, what I like about it is it set, uh, it says the percentages um, at the, the bottom of 67% corn. And then it says where the corn comes from in California and Midwest, 20% rye, California also, and 13% cherrywood smoked malted barley. So I'm, I'm quite curious. It's from Maraschino, oh, whoops. Oh, it actually says at the bottom, what it tastes like, which is interesting. So I'll, I'll, I'll see if I detect these notes, but it's maraschino cherry, smoke, allspice, vanilla, and sarsaparilla. Wow. Yeah. And it's 47.8% uh, alcohol by volume, 95.6 uh, proof. And it is uh, Sonoma Distilling, Distilling Company is in Ronert Park, California. I don't think I've ever been there but I'm assuming it's somewhere in Sonoma County. What is, what is your expectation with the, I know it does tell you the taste the, to yeah. expect on the bottom, but did, when you saw that originally, does that, does that excite you? Is that a taste that you would want in your whiskey? Or are you kind of neutral about it? How do you feel about it? So initially I think I would feel a little odd about it saying that, you know, it's a mix of cherry smoke, vanilla, allspice, which I can't even put my finger on what that would taste like and sarsaparilla like that sounds all over the place a little bit having seen that before though in whiskeys i'm sensing probably nothing is going to be particularly strong or hoping that none of those tastes will be particularly strong and maybe it will just add to the smooth finish but i don't i don't want to uh put the cart before the smooth horse on this one so i'm gonna drink it on the rocks all right love it when i got a giant rock in there because I really don't know how much I'm pouring in. Do you get, do you ever get that? You just like have a lot of ice in there and it's like, I either poured one ounce or four. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a party. They're all in there together in the glass. Exactly. Give it a smell. Although kind of expect with the, with the ice, it probably won't have a super strong smell. Actually it does have a pretty good smell. Yeah. I feel like I am noticing just like a little bit of the vanilla and maybe even a little bit of the cherry, but not like, not like an offensive level of cherry. 
All right, let's see. We're taking the first sip happening. Let's see what we got. First sip. First thing I'm noticing is that uh, I must have been biting my lips a lot lately <laughs> because it has gone straight <laughs> into my lip. Uh-oh. It hurts a little bit. Not going to hold it against the whiskey. It's just been a little colder here lately and a little drier. Going to give it another sip. Second sip. That's very important. You've had a little moment to wrap your brain around it, and now it's coming back. It actually it has a strange punch up forward, which I kind of didn't expect. Um, and it is sitting in my throat a little bit. But as I let it sit and kind of wait and, and uh, really see where this flavor is going, it kind of dissipates in a nice, smooth uh, finish. I think I'm going to give it one more sip. Maybe later in the episode, I'll try it neat as well, just to see what that profile is like. I like it. Extra thorough for our 100th episode here. Mm -hmm. You look like you're in deep in thought. Definitely deep in thought. It's There's something about the initial taste that is just... I'm not crazy about it. Threw you for a loop? It throws me for a loop, and after I give it a second, then... It's always fine. It's like uh, when you're first dipping into a pool and you're like, "Whoa, that's cold. And then you give it a second and you're okay. Um, so it's that taste up front that's like not super welcome. And does that, that taste have any flavor to it? Or is it you're just talking about the, the intensity of the... I think if I think it's it's kind of that smoke. It's like... Oh, okay. Punch, it's like a weird punch of smoke. Okay. Which... If I'm being like totally forthcoming, which I'd hopefully would be on a podcast where there's no stakes of me not being forthcoming. <laughs> um, I don't love that. Okay. That's fair. The price point is too high for me to not love this. What did you yeah. mind mentioning? What's yeah, the price? It's, uh, it's not a hundred, but it's, I think what I could tell it's mostly going to be in that like 60 to $75 range. Okay. I just, I'm a little frugal on my whiskeys. Um, and for that price point, I just don't, I don't know. I'm going to give it maybe an unprecedented fourth sip just to double Ooh. check. I do like this. I mean, because that is, no matter what your butt, I mean, that's still a pretty penny for some whiskey. Like, even 60, even 50, anything. Like, that's, you're spending some money, so you got to get quality. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm unfortunately, it's a fine whiskey, but I think unfortunately I'm going to give it the boot. I think that that is very fitting for a hundredth episode that I smooth yeah. <laughs> you have the boot. Yeah, uh, no, we, we shouldn't change. I think if we've learned anything making it this far, we're doing something right. Yes. Um, all right, so we got a smooth train whiskey. Go ahead and get the, it, we have a new conductor of the smooth train. That's right. So get that Jack Daniels gold. Um, you can leave or take Sonoma. If you got money burning a hole in your pocket, go ahead and try it. Otherwise, I would say don't. Uh, but we have got to get to our top 100 songs because I think this is going to take some time because there's potentially up to 200 songs we're talking about. Before we do, though, Brian, what what was your philosophy? What was your strategy for putting together this list? Because it is hard, hard to do. I, I so what I did I I would like to lead off by saying as you know um, having known me for a long time like I'm a very serious 
fan of music. So I'm always listening to music. I'm always looking for new music. I have like, I've been this way since I was 14 or something like when I first got into music seriously. And I've always had some like really top notch favorites in my mind of like bands I, I love and I tend to consume music in albums. So I'm not just usually listening to like singles or whatever. I'm usually listening to albums. So I had a lot go in my head going into this that I knew certain bands that would be on this list. So what I did basically was looked at my collection in my Amazon music library and then looked at my collection of records, which I have about, so I have probably about 300 um, records. So I went like vinyl? Yeah. Really? Holy crap. Yeah. I inherited a bit, like a, quite a few from, not inherited, but my parents just gave me. Um, oh, well, quite we had a like few. 40. And I was like, eh, that's pretty good. 300. Damn. I just, I, over the last, I don't know, four or five years or so, I've been like trying to get some of those staple albums that I really like. Um, just pretty consistently over time, like trying to build it up. So I went through both of those methods and then basically said, if I don't have it on my list yet, then it's not one of my favorite songs. And I just cut it there. And then I went through and I had about 350 after that first, um, or maybe a little less, like 325, something like that, after that first pass through. And I had some things like, I had over half of Neil Young's Harvest album on there. So I was like, I can't have like six <laughs> Neil Young songs. So I have to like pare it down a little bit. Um, but yeah, that was it. I just went through it and I tried to let my gut guide the decision making like if if it was something i was going to keep on or not i was not like oh is this cool or is this like a better song objectively it was just like what is my favorite song that was kind of my approach i yeah i think i found it so hard harder than i thought to separate my favorite song with what i like think of as like objectively being a better or worse song like it was really hard to come to grips with that and it was also hard to like differentiate between a song I like a lot that's really good versus a song I like a lot but is like campy and cheesy. Yeah. Like, it's hard to compare those types of songs versus each other, but I knew I had to have some of the latter on my list because I do enjoy them. Like, yeah. As, like guilty pleasure songs. But so that was super tough. I think I went through a process actually pretty similar to what you did. I like, I went through my iTunes, which is kind of like frozen in time. It like stopped five years ago, essentially, Uh, which I probably stopped listening to new music about five years ago too. So maybe it's (laughs) fitting. But like, I went through that. I went through our records of which there are not nearly as many. I, I went through, I even like briefly just to double check, I wasn't forgetting anything. I went through like a couple like online lists of like favorite albums or favorite songs to just like cross check that. And then I ended up with like a really similar number to you. It was like right around 350. And at that point I was like, I can't rank a list like this. This is just like too unwieldy. So the first thing I did is I just said, I'm just gonna go through this list of 350 and just decide, go through each song and say like, does this have to be on my list of 100 or not? So I went through a list that way and then I ended up with 150. (laughs) And so I was like, oh crap. (laughs) And then that was a really hard split to go from the top 150 to 100. I think I did stop at like 117 at one point. And I, that last, so it was just so many songs where I was like, I left a few off that I was just like, I love this song, but I have to have a hundred. So, I mean, what are you going to do? 
there's nothing you can do. I, I should also say just having like performed music and recorded music and recorded with other people and played a lot of shows with people whose music I like a lot. I decided actually just consciously early on that I'm not going to include anyone who I know. Right. Because otherwise my list would just be like really all over the place. So I kind of did just like not think about that. So if it's any person I know, musician who I may like really, really like, I just decided not to include it on the list. That's the same reason I had to switch my number one. The original was um, Ruffles in My Stomach and I had to take right. it off. So well, and that's the other thing too, because if we start going into that, it's like our top 10 are the 10 tracks from our two EPs. There's no question about that. Right. Like That's not as fun for the listener. They know, we know, let's get past that and do kind of the, you know, I guess maybe it's not the top 100 songs. It's like the top 11 through 110. That's what it really is. Yes. That's what it really is. All right. Well, then we should get into it. Yeah. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, these are our top 100 favorite songs of all time. More than than four. More more than than five. five. It's It's the top hundred. hundred. Perfect. Yes. If anybody noticed. Chicago to Oakland delay. There is a slight delay. Don't think that our timing is actually that bad. All right, B-Pimp, do you want to go first? Do you want to go second? How do you want to do this? I'll lead it off. All right. Give us your 100 through 91. Number 100 is Quorum by Lowe. Number 99 is Attack on Golden Mountain by Subarosa. Number 98 is Missing You by Robin. Number 97 is Maggot Brain by Funkadelic. Number 96 is Pearly Dewdrops Drops by Cocteau Twins. Number 95 is New Person, Same Old Mistakes by Tame Impala. Number four, 94 is Aerials by System of a Down. 93 is Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. 92 is Heavy Metal Machine by Smashing Pumpkins. And 91 is Like Really by Odyssey. Excellent start. I will say we actually... Don't have a double dip, but one of my artists in that group is the same as yours. Ooh, nice. Not the same song, though. I think I know who it is. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Uh, that I, I like the Robin song you pick. I really love Robin. That was one of the ones where I knew I wanted to have a Robin song, and I like so many of her songs that I decided that was my favorite. That also only came out about two years ago. Well, one thing. Octo Twins. That was an interesting pick. Yeah, Cocteau Twins. That's like a, I don't remember where I heard that song the first time. I think it, it must have been in a show or something because it's not a band that I was familiar with. They're from Scotland. Mm-hmm. And I I just wasn't that familiar with them. And I remember hearing that song and being like, this is amazing. It's so good. I ha- haven't heard that song, I don't think. So I got to check it out. Yeah, I recommend it. It's not even on an album. It's like a single. It was just released on its own in 1984. Do you have... Before we get, do you have any songs that are actually not like studio recorded? You mean like a live version? Yeah. I don't think I do have a live version on here. I have one, which I'll get to later. That's in studio recorded. Teaser. Yeah. Any others that you want to talk about before I jump in? Uh, one little thing that I just noticed, and it was kind of strange for some reason, um, that System of a Down record, Toxicity, that Ariel's is from, that came out the week of 9-11. Really? Which I was just, for some reason, you know, 
you just think about something and it's like there was a before and after with that obviously not to bring the whole mood down but the fact that that album came out that same time is just i i don't know i felt it just blew my mind when i saw that for something that's kind of crazy and like i i don't think i was considering system it down for my pick but like that is like a really interesting band and i've known like some people that like really like them and they just have such a they do have like a really unique sound yeah that's there's something about like the it's almost i don't know what i'm trying to they have such like a not necessarily tempo changes but just like pacing changes of all their songs it's almost like they're the stutter step of hard-ish rock bands yeah it's they're very frenetic yeah really frenetic uh i like that though all right my i'm gonna go 100 through 91 here uh, my 100 is Calgary by Bon Iver. 99 is Just Make It Stop by Low. 98 is Cool by Lupe Fiasco. 97 is Basket Case by Green Day. 96 is The Way We Get By by Spoon. 95 is Hurt by Johnny Cash. 94 is Electric Relaxation by A Tribe Called Quest. 93 is It's the End of the World as We Know It by R.E.M. 92 is Ridin' by Chameleon Air. And 91 is Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Amazing. I'm, I'm shocked that it was low. That was the... I know. I, there's something about Just Make It Stop that is like, when I first heard it on the radio, it was such... I didn't know it was low. I didn't like listen to whatever the DJ said. And I had, it took me like a month or so to figure out what the song was and where it came from, which I always, I kind of love that. Like, it's like a mystery song, but it's such a, like, it's an earworm in that it's almost like a, it drags you down a little bit because it's kind of like repetitive in a certain way. Uh, and it just like keeps churning along until it ends. There's actually not like a whole lot of like highs and lows in that song, but it just like keeps going. And it's like this sort of like panicky feeling to that song, like sort of a, uh, I don't know what it would be exactly, but I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. They're, um, they, they're a band that exemplifies one thing I love in, in band. I think their harmonies are what, set them apart i think and they do that like the song i picked from double negative that song the first half of it is completely distorted to the point where you can barely hear it and you just hear the faint exchange of them singing to each other and then it slowly becomes clearer until the end and then you hear it like full volume and it's amazing and they just do i just feel like they're in a class of their own with that kind of stuff oh yeah and the harmonies that they pick a lot of times are just like that right eeriness level yeah it's just like they're not necessarily that like natural harmonizing that you think of right no i i i like that you had a low song there too um not too many of these like the rem song the end of the world as we know it was just like my favorite song as a kid and riding for from chameleon i couldn't for how long that that song was my ringtone (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just have to it was my last song that was a ringtone before ringtones kind of became like not really a thing anymore and it was just i mean that's a good song was that on the razor uh yeah i think it was on my razor or the amazing yeah. the infamous razor yeah i think i finally had to break intentionally 
Uh, all right. What's your 90 through 81? 90 is Chandelier by Sia. Oh, 89. Epic. Yeah, I love that song. 89 is Someone Great by LCD Sound System. Uh, 88 is Whitewater by Caius. 87 is Watermelon Man by Herbie Hancock. 86 is Back to Times of Splendor by Disillusion. That's also the longest song on my list at 14 minutes and 39 seconds. Holy shit. Uh, Come Residence of Doom by Kraft. Heartbeats by The Knife. Um, 83 is Psycho Killer by Talking Heads. 82 is Black Cow by Steely Dan. And 81 is Angel of Death by Slayer. Nice. I... Earlier this week, Chandelier was actually on my list, and then I just moved it off, and I kind of wish I didn't. I, I love that song. I'm super happy that you picked That's a great song. It's unbelievable. That's why like, I, I have more pop songs on this list than I expected to, but it's just because no matter what kind of... I'm generally a metal, shockingly, or rap guy, but like pop music can be so good. It's just that I don't always get, a, get on board with all the trends or, or whatever, but like, Sia's an artist that I just love, and I love that song. Yeah, just the way she sings Chandelier in like the hook of that song, it's just like the notes she goes up to. It's just like it's both dramatic, also like a little bit whimsical. That's just a good pop song. It's great. Yeah. It's a it's a lovely song. Any others that you wanted to mention on the group? I do want to mention Come Resonance of Doom. Um, that is by a band called Kraft from Sweden, and they are very, very uh, I would say Sub Rosa by 99 is the most obscure song because it's like a Salt Lake City uh, experimental doom band that broke up. And it's just like a band I love. They have electric violins on, on top of the guitar. It's amazing. But Come Resonance of Doom is probably the second most obscure. And they're just, they don't tour. They just have like four albums that are the, some of the best, like heaviest, most awesome metal I've ever heard. And, and they just, nobody knows about them. They have, I don't understand how that happens. Like, I just don't get how these bands can just be so amazing. And then also not just like rule the whole world. So I just wanted to mention them. Oh, I'm glad you did. Um, and I think our listeners are pretty familiar with this all like city doom scene. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a hot scene. <laughs> it's a hot scene. Um, all right. My 90 is the impression that I get by the mighty, mighty boss tones. Uh, 89 is Monkey Wrench by the Foo Fighters. 88 is Somebody to Love by Queen. 87 is Cold War by Janelle Monet. 86, my lone Christmas song on this list, is Christmas Rapping by the Waitresses. 85 is I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. 84 is I Want to Be Sedated by the Ramones. 83 is the remix to Pennies by the Cool Kids. Uh, 82, and this is the only one that uh, does not have a studio recording, is Supersonics by the Presidents of the United States of America. And 81 is Beat It by Michael Jackson. I love that Penny's, is that Penny's remix the one that has Bun B? Yeah, Bun B and Ludacris. Oh, that song is so great. It, just like that beat is just hot coming in. It is. Like there are, are like, and then the Derrick Rose reference right out the gate. It's perfect. That Bun uh, B verse on that is like one of the all-time greats. Oh, it really is. He says something, though, that does like drive me nuts, and I can't remember what it is. Oh, yeah. It's something about a... Doesn't he reference a cough syrup, and he like changes the name or something? He, yeah, it's something like that. It's like... Tamiflu. He says Tamiflu instead of ther Thermaflu. Yeah, it might be... So, I can't remember exactly what it is, but he... 
but it's a really good verse and at that kind of beat like fits his like deep rhyming style like perfectly yeah you always know it's bun b too that's why those are like the iconic rappers as soon as he starts it's like there's no questioning mm-hmm. I, at some point we should do a list of like the most iconic rap voices oh, yeah i got some opinions for that one yeah for sure um but yeah this like i do like i have this uh 80s christmas record and it the opener is the waitress's christmas rapping which is like just like one of my favorite songs but that record also has christmas and hollis by run dmc and i forgot about this but on the b side it has bob and doug mckenzie their 12 days of christmas song have you ever heard that i don't think i have oh my god get it i'm sorry i didn't put it on this list maybe it should be an honorable mention it is hilarious they first of all they like they only get to like the seventh day and then they like <laughs> skip the rest. <laughs> they like, they go straight to 12 and uh, the, the tagline of all of them is just um, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. And then everyone is just, and a beer. <laughs> I have to hear that. I'm ashamed that I haven't heard it in my yeah, life. You, got, you have got to hear it. I had never heard that song before I got this album. And I'm so happy. I mean, I like, I got this album for run DMC and for the waitresses, but uh, it was a delight on the B side. That's awesome. All right. What's your 80 through 71. Number 80 is smooth operator by Sade. Uh Number 79 is Oh father. Oh Satan. Oh son by behemoth. <laughs> I'm just laughing at how ridiculous that title is. Uh, number 78 is Goodbye Pork Pie Hat by Charles Mingus. Number 77. Oh, that's also the earliest song from 1959. Um, number 77 is Albatross by Corrosion of Conformity. Number 76 is Spirit Crusher by Death. Number 75 is As I Am by Dream Theater. 74 is California Dreamin' by Eddie Hazel. 73 is As Fire Swept Clean the Earth by Enslaved. 72 is Pyramids by Frank Ocean, and 71 is Slow Hands by Interpol. Nice. I don't even think, I mean, out of all, I know some of the artists you mentioned, not all of them. I don't think I even know that Frank Ocean song, though. That's like a deep, it's like, um, it's on Channel Orange, and it's about, it's just under 10 minutes long. It's kind of like a, it's like, feels like five songs within one, but it's really good. It's a really catchy beat. Um, and there's like multiple sections of it that are really well done. I love that song. That's a good album too, but I feel like I haven't listened to it in like, when did it come out? Like five years ago? Or maybe longer. I think it was like 2012. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've really listened to it since then. It's, I love it. The other thing I want to mention too is that Eddie Hazel, California Dreamin', that's a Mamas and the Papas song. And he does on that album, it's called Games, Dames, and Guitar Things, which is one of my favorite album titles of all time. <laughs> um, it came out in 76 and he redid that. He also does, um, she's so heavy. He does like a long extended jam version of that. It's amazing. He's just, he's so talented. Um, he was Funkadelic's guitarist. Nice. He has a lot of his own compositions too, but he also had a lot of covers on that album. Yeah. You took the same approach that I did. I, I, I mentioned it earlier with, um, Oh, what song? Well, Johnny cash hurt. Like, yeah, write that. Uh, and I have a couple other songs that are covers on this list too, that I just mentioned the person who covered it. And I don't mean to slight the person who actually wrote the song, but that's like, I just mean, this is the version I like the best. 
That's exactly, yeah, same with me. This is, he does, I mean, it's the Mamas and the Papas song because they sing the same chorus, but I mean, it is an unrecognizable other than that. Like, it's a completely different take. Um, he just has a bunch of long guitar solos in between, like, the <laughs> verses. It's great. Huh, I'm going to check that out because California Dreamin' is, like, kind of a, even an, like, the original is kind of eerie. Yeah, it still has that, too. It's really cool. I, I highly recommend it. It's like I, I I feel like that song is used a lot in like media uh, and TV shows or movies or whatever. And it, I just feel like it's always like the character is going to slip into like drug addiction. It is. Yeah. It's a portent, like, portends doom like a lot of the bands I have on my list. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. My number 80 is I Try by Macy Gray. My 79 is Video Games by Lana Del Rey. My 78 is Sweet Dreams by Eurythmics. My 77 is Motion Movement by Blue Scholars. My 76 is Paper Planes by MIA. Uh, my 75 is Heart of Gold by Neil Young. My 74 is Rumors by Timex Social Club. My 73 is I Really Like You by Carly Rae Jepsen. My 72 is Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd. And my 71 is Purple Rain by Prince. I absolutely love that you have video games on your list, by the it's way. It's a good damn song. It's a I, great song. It's a great song. I felt so well, okay, I didn't feel bad, but like what I remember about Lana Del Rey when she like first came on the scene is that she was on Saturday Night Live and people thought she was terrible on it. Yeah. Um, and honestly, she, she did look nervous and the song was like it's a really good song, but in terms of like performing it live i can understand like what do you do as a singer you kind of just stand there and sing it there's no like it's just there's no like rhythm to it really it's just like you're just standing there and singing it and lana del rey's voice is good but it's not like one of those like she's not whitney houston right so i mean i get why people thought it was like not a great performance but the song itself is really good yeah, it's a great song. Lisa sings it to me because I, when I first heard it, I made some comment about how she, like when she says, you play your video game, like it goes really deep. Yeah. <laughs> and Lisa, Lisa sings like a joking version of that, but it's really good. I feel like around the house, we're always like, it's true, it's true, it's all for you. <laughs> we like all yeah. are singing to that. Oh, that's great. You also had one on there that's way up on the top, towards the top of my list. That's a teaser. Wait, let me try to guess. Oh, well, probably Neil Young. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. What is your uh, 70 through 69? Is that what we're at? Or no, 70 through 61. Sorry. Read yep. Me. 70, Rocky Mountain High by John Denver. 69 is Beyond the Black by Metal Church. Um 68 is Old Man by Neil Young. 67, What Tomorrow Knows by Nevermore. Seattle, Washington Zone, Nevermore. Ooh, uh, I feel bad for not knowing who that is. They're great. They're, I, I totally, most people do not know who they are, but they're from Seattle and they're awesome. Um, so Fresh So Clean by Outcast is 66. Uh, Stargazer by Rainbow, 65. 64 is Rosa Parks by Outcast. 63 is 93 Till Infinity by Souls of Mischief. 62 is Texas Flood by Stevie Ray Vaughan. And 61 is John Wayne Gacy Jr. by Sufjan Stevens. Nice. That is a great stretch you have there. Like you have a Sufjan song that is like not a single. 
which I do on my list as well. And I love the two Outcast songs. You have one that's higher up on my list and another one that just missed my list. I give that a hard stamp of approval. I, I, and also the other uh, metal church is from Aberdeen, Washington. I don't know where Aberdeen is. Is that anywhere near Seattle? Yeah, it's pretty close. It's south and west. Um, one of my good friend's wife is from there. And I think I'm, I could be totally wrong. I think Kurt Cobain was born there. Wow. So I had two Seattle metal bands, multiple hip hop classics, and I think Souls of Mischief are from Oakland. Yeah, uh, that's I love that song. That's that a great song. Yeah, it's part of like just like an era of hip hop that I really freaking enjoy. It's my favorite, I would say. Yeah, I think so, too. I think if you had to like if you had to go with any th- four year stretch of hip hop, I think I would take like. 90 through 93 or something like that over yeah thing it's it's a lot of classics without a doubt all right well i'm gonna break off another 10 with another oakland classic my 70 is the remix of i got five on it by lunas so nice like basically every oakland rapper of all time is on that track uh, <laughs> it's got seven different rappers on it i'm pretty sure wow uh my 69 is what a wonderful world by louis armstrong my 68 is Casimir Pulaski Day by Sufjan Stevens. My 67 is Africa by Toto. My 66 is If It Isn't Love by New Edition. My 65 is Cars with a Boom by L Trim. My 64 is The Message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. My 63 is Home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. My 62 is Ain't Nothing But a G Thang. Featuring Snoop Dogg by Dr. Dre. Uh, my 61 is How Soon Is Now by The Smiths. And, oh, yep, got to stop there. Ooh, what a nice ending. That song is great. You had a lot of good ones in there. Yeah, this this is where I just, like, there were a lot of, I, like, want to listen to this list right now. Just, like, saying the names of the songs. I also like that you had that that Sufjan song because at one point I also had Flint from the Michigan album and Chicago mm-hmm. on my list before I narrowed it to the John Wayne Gacy Jr., which was very tough. I also like Decatur from Illinois. So he has a lot of really good songs. He does. that. I like Illinois is a really good album. Um, I had Chicago on it too. I think Decatur is a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those, yeah, like they just like missed the list. Um, yep. There's something about this one that's just like, about Casimir Pulaski that's just like particularly sad and I think it's easy for like a song to like go a little bit too far and be like a little too melodramatic be like the what is that crappy show that like oh this is us that like (laughs) constantly is like trying to like prod you uh to like cry and that's why like people like it but it's like disingenuous or it's like it's not it's like not earning it yes Um, so I mean like songs can like do that but casimir pulaski day i feel like just just is on the edge of that and does it right yeah i he also just a knack for that yeah he really does and like not that it, it's no reason that i picked the song but i just i love casimir pulaski day as a thing because it only exists in chicago <laughs> and i just i had never heard of the person or heard of the day before moving to chicago and i don't think anyone outside of Chicago knows what that is. It's like Malort of holidays. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, that, that is what it is. Yeah. 
Uh, and I just want to give props to... So the one really late entry that I just flat out forgot about until uh, maybe a couple of days ago was was Africa by Toto. And then I realized that that shot right into my list because it couldn't not. Oh, yeah, that's a jam. All right, what do you got for 60 through 59 or 51? 60 is The Burning Times by Testament. 59 is Take the Veil, Serpent Taxed by the Mars Volta. 58 is Melting Pot by Booker T and the MGs. 57 is Somebody That I Used to Know by Goatye. 56 is Seasons Waiting on You by Future Islands. 55 is No Light, No Light by Florence and the Machine. 54, World in My Eyes by Depeche Mode. 53, Wilma's Rainbow by Helmet. 52 is A Day at the Races by Jurassic 5. And 51 is Freak on a Leash by Korn. Nice. Great tracks in there. Yeah, I, I really love that Day at the Races Um Jurassic Five song is like every single person on that song just loses their mind in their verse. It's like the there's certain songs like that where they're just like all like trying to one up each other or something. I don't know, but it was amazing. Yeah, that's that is a great song. I I was struggling with Jurassic Five songs myself as to even what my favorite was until I kind of like figured it out. But um, that is a great track. I like that you put Gautier on there. That was that was like just a uniquely cool track when that came out. That, I tend to like that album a lot, Making Mirrors, too. He has a few songs on there that are really, really polished, and like I just like his style, but that one is just an iconic song, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the Future Island song is awesome, too. That's that Letterman performance that we love so much. Yeah, and it's it's like such a good performance. And like, I mean, you talk about like performers giving it their all. Like That is just like quintessentially what is happening there and it's just awesome yeah it's great it's a great song uh all right my 60 is new york state of mind by nas my 59 is the harder they come by jimmy cliff so my 58 and 57 i'm not sure these are actually my 58 and 57 but i had to put them back to back because i just had to but it's sometimes i rhyme slow by nice and smooth is my 58 and then my 57 is fast car by tracy chapman both songs have the same riff in them, but it's like my f- favorite, like simple guitar riff of all time. Uh, my 56 is The Shipment by The Coup. 55 is The Sound of Settling by Death Cab for Cutie. 54 is Things I've Seen by The Spooks. Uh, 53 is Hold On by Alabama Shakes. 52 is California Love, the remix featuring Dr. Dre by Tupac. Uh, 51 is new by Paul McCartney. And I got to say, starting with new, that was our wedding song. And I know people don't think of like uh, a track that came out by Paul McCartney in like 2012 or 13 as being like their quintessential Paul McCartney. But I love that song. It's like, it's like a nice little throwback to what they did, but it's just like perfectly tight, whimsical little song. Yeah. And I like that whole album too. I was like, we we have it on record and it's just we play it all the time it's great i really like that alabama shake song for sure i think when i first heard that song i actually thought the singer was a man i can see that a few artists like that where um like the portugal the man song that was a single like about three years ago i thought that was a woman singing Mm -hmm. trying to think where else i've been tricked it's been a few cases, but the Alabama song, uh, Shake song is great. I yeah. 100% agree. 
Go for it. 50 is Contoro Palabra by Lasa de Sela, the one Spanish language song on my list. Um, 49 is Bleed by Meshuga. 48 is Words Between the Lines of Age by Neil Young. 47, Into the Void by Nine Inch Nails. 46, Things Done Changed by the Notorious B.I.G. 45, Karma Police by Radiohead. 44, Bulls on Parade, Rage Against the Machine. 43 is Duhast by Rammstein. 42 is Fell on Black Days by Soundgarden. And 41 is Master Blaster, Jammin' by Stevie Wonder. Nice. I like that you have Duhast on there. I love Duhast. I love Ramstein in general, but that was my... <laughs> I had to have a Ramstein song, and that, that's one of my favorites. No, you got I also like there. the Lasa de Sela. Um, I don't know how... I don't really have a good sense of how popular she is, but she she actually passed away about six or seven years ago, pretty young. And it was very sad. And she's like, just really, really excellent folk singer. And she grew up in Mexico and the U S and then lived her adult life halfway between Canada and France. She just had this like really wide, you know, like experience and her music is very, very haunting and beautiful, even though she does sing in both English and Spanish. Um, they're both equally great, but that was, that's one of my favorite songs by her. I gotta check that out. When you say halfway between Canada and France, do you mean just like somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean? Or? <laughs> no, I, I think I meant to say she split her time oh, between okay. the two places. Yeah, she lived That's in a horrible ocean. place to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> that no, I actually do really want to check that out. Um, I I almost regret that I think every single song on this list is is English language. Oh yeah, that that I also had Duhast is all German, so I think I had my two non English songs in the same. 10 there yeah no good picks all right my number 50 is lights by ellie golding my 49 is man i used to be by chaos my 48 is kids by mgmt my 47 is shake it off by taylor swift my 46 is show me featuring de la soul by mint royale my 45 is hallelujah jeff buckley version my number 44 is blood buzz ohio by the national my number 43 is Long Time by The Roots. My 42 is Out of My Head by Fastball. And my 41 is Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. I love that Ellie Golding song. That's it's the first so one. good. I, yeah. that's like, I mean, there are a, a lot of songs on this list where this is the case, but I have literally played that song like seven consecutive times without stopping. Yeah, that's and great. Like, a couple of her albums, it's front to back, are just really good. Yeah. I, I so with her, I do feel like her singles that came after that just don't, I mean, like they're good, but they do not have the same energy as Lights. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Lights just has like such a good energy. It's not even like there's nothing about, it's not like there's no hook really of Lights. It's just saying Lights and over the beat. Um, but it's just, I don't know, just like a really good high energy song. Yeah, um, I couldn't agree more about that. Yeah, I like. I could say things about a lot of the tracks on this list. I think "Out of My Head" is one of the most, like "Fastball." I I actually think is an underrated band of that era of like Matchbox Twenty and Third Eye Blind and whatever. Um, and "Out of My Head" is just like a great, great little song. But I also wanted to mention the if you haven't heard "Show Me" by Mint Royale featuring De La Soul, you should check that out. I think you would really like it. But I think what I struggle with the most is. I really love the roots and I had a lot of potential root songs on this list. 
this ends at long time off of game theory ends up being the only song that made the top 100 but there's some it just it was i guess i ended up thinking that like roots i like the roots because they're like the totality of their albums like i could have had i i definitely could have had the seed 2.0 on this list i could have had a lot of other tracks from game theory on this list a couple tracks from rising down that i really like on this list as well and like uh, the next movement and a couple other tracks from like things fall apart, but ultimately I went I went with long time because I think that is that was definitely my first favorite song off of Game Theory, and I think it's it's like why I think Game Theory is actually their best album, but um, yeah, it's just like a, a great song, and I also like uh, the guest version or the guest verse on that from I think it's PD Pete, yeah or PD PD I forget what that rapper's actual name is. Uh, but it's like a really like really good verse yeah that's a great song that's one of the ones of theirs that i i like their albums more too like i just listen to them all the way through but that's one of the songs that sticks out that i could always just play in my head for sure um all right we are at uh your 40 through 31 yeah all right we're getting we're getting into it here so 40 is midnight in harlem by tedeschi trucks band uh 39 46 and 2 by tool one of the single greatest guitar riffs in my opinion is in that song um 38 is tweaking by vince staples 37 hyperdrive by devin townsend project 36 is one arm scissor by at the drive-in 35 is use me by bill withers 34 holy diver by dio 33 secondhand news by fleetwood mac that's my shortest song at just under three minutes uh 32 is the art of dying by gojira and 31 is bitch don't kill my vibe by kendrick lamar that's such a good Kendrick Lamar song. I love that song. I cannot get enough of that song. We have one other repeat artist, but not repeat song on this list um, for this this set, I should say, from 40 to 31. Ooh, okay. Uh, but those are great songs. I should check out Gojira if for no other reason than it's just like the Japanese pronunciation of Godzilla. Yeah. They also... I don't know anything about that group. They're French they are extremely heavy uh and they sing mostly about environmental concerns so that sounds like a weird collection of things but it, for some reason they're just like they may be one of my favorite bands of the past few years do they sing in french or in english they sing in english huh but they're brothers the front man and the drummer are brothers and they're both just absolutely f- unreal musicians the drummer does things that i have never seen metal drummers do it's a great great band that's a great 10 right there um all right my number 40 is semi-charmed life by third eye blind 39 is day and night by kid cuddy 38 is 24 frames by jason isbell 37 is ain't no sunshine by bill withers 36 is fred jones part two by ben folds 35 is yeah Featuring Ludacris and Little John by Usher. 34 is Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. 33 is 93 Till Infinity by Souls of Mischief. 32 is All of the Lights by Kanye West featuring a bunch of people. And 31 is Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's a great Chili Pepper song. We also have a, a another one of yours in there as on my list later. That, like... Okay, the Third Eye Blind song had to have on my list because I think when I was 12 or whenever that song came out, 
I, there is not a song. It was like competing a little bit with the mighty, mighty boss tones, a song that I mentioned earlier in my list, but that is an earworm song. If there ever was one. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you had like 93 till infinity earlier in your list. Of course. Um, I struggled with like what my favorite Kanye West song was. I think ultimately like one song I really liked off his first album was two words. I don't think it's like his best song, but most Def is on it. It's a really like just like great track. But all of the lights is just like epic in scale. Yeah. That, and that like I think is I think ultimately my favorite Kanye song. And then of course I had to have Usher Yeah on it. Because that's just like a jam. I just remember that I don't know when it came out exactly, maybe like two thousand six or something like that. But uh when I was in uh spent the summer in China in 2007 like that song was always playing at every bar and club and i just felt like i was just like dancing to that song like seemingly all summer long it's almost a perfect pop song it is great it's just so much fun Mm -hmm. and then the bill withers we we had some minor double dipping on bill withers I love Bill. I forgot to mention Bill Withers use me on. He does a soul train performance of use me that you can find on YouTube. That's just like so intense and great. And his band is just awesome. Bill Withers is fucking awesome. Yeah. He just has like such a good feel for the music. I've never seen. He seems like more in the pocket and more comfortable with his own songs than like anybody. I think that's yeah, really astute. Like that's what I also I, there's something i couldn't put my finger on with him that i just liked and that i think that's what it is he just looks so comfortable doing what he's doing yeah all right what do you got 30 through 21 number 30 is body of work by lupe fiasco number 29 cowboys from hell by pantera number 28 god is in the radio by queens of the stone age 27 give me shelter by the rolling stones 26 is a ward tour by a tribe called twist quest uh 25, Cochise by Audio Slave. 24 is Snowblind by Black Sabbath. 23, Redefinition by Black Star. 22, More Than a Feeling by Boston. And 21, Romantic Rights by Death From Above, 1979. Nice. I love that you have Redefinition that high. I, I, it like just missed my list, but it's such a jam. It is those. That's another one where I mentioned, like with the day at the races, like the verses on that, the flow on that song is just unbelievable. Oh yeah, I, I just like both. Well, no, both Talib and Mostaf like go like just slightly off the beat with their verses, and then just like come back to it, and it's just that's like a really perfect track, and it's such a good like just introduction to like Black Star, which it's such a great album too. Yeah, I love that album so much. I also wanted to mention that More Than a Feeling by Boston, I recently had a revelation because I've been watching this guy, Rick Beato on YouTube, who does like really deep dives into the production of songs. And Boston was the first CD I ever bought. Boston's Greatest Hits. And I I could never figure out why as like a 12-year-old that was what drew me to like i want i like boston and now i realize after like seeing this deconstruction of how boston made their songs it was like for the time that that came out which was 1976 it was like unprecedented the level of detail and like the the way that those were mixed and just like the singer from boston's voice and tom Scholz, who's the guitarist and like madman behind all of it there was just a lot there and i think that was like my young not knowing anything ear just going ooh. 
something's happening here that is not heavy at all, but it's like related to me to like the heavy metal that I would become so obsessed with. So I think that's why that happened. And that's why I had that, that one song on there so high. Nice. All right. My uh, 30 is REM losing my religion. Uh, my 29 is like a rolling stone by Bob Dylan. My 28 is let it be by the Beatles. My 27 is I'm on fire by Bruce Springsteen. My 26 is In a Big Country by Big Country. Uh, my 25 is What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. My 24 is Jurassic Finish First by Jurassic 5. My 23 is If I Had a Million Dollars by The Bare Naked Ladies. My 22 is Bugging Out by A Tribe Called Quest. And my 21 is Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Jurassic Finish First was on my list, original list, before I had to cut down. It's hard. I mean, just the the piano in it is just like when that song kicks off, I'm like, yes, I am on board for this. Uh, it's, I, I think like there are a lot of Jurassic five songs, especially off quality control that I really like and power numbers is a good album too. But like, uh, this is definitely my favorite. Um, it's I've listened to it so many times to the point where I even like really remember the vocal tracks that come afterwards. Uh, one is from one of the rappers moms, who says he needs to get a job. And the other one is from Sue's father who, who, who like talks about how his son used to like dance to all this fat domino record. Like I even remember like that, like skit that is at the end of that uh, particular track, but it's such a good track. I've tried to like cover it like kind of as a joke, but it's, it's good. That is uh, great. I, and then this is the only Bruce Springsteen song I had on the list. I'm on fire. And it's like such a low key Bruce Springsteen like hit. I just really always really liked it. I can't even totally explain why. Like he has much more epic songs than I'm on fire, but it's like, this one just feels like perfect to me. Yeah. All right. What is your, man, we are getting down to it. 20 through 11. Yes. All right. So 20 Earth Day by Devin Townsend. 19 is Bury Me in Smoke by Down. 18 is Feel Good Inc. by Gorillaz. 17 is Dreamer Deceiver and Deceiver, which are back-to-back songs by Judas Priest. Uh, 16 is Day and Night, Nightmare by Kid Cudi. Uh, 15, Yeah. Nice. I didn't expect to hear that. I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs, obviously. Um <laughs> Number 15, Hangar 18 by Megadeth. Uh, 14, Damage Incorporated by Metallica. 13, Miss Jackson by Outkast. 12, Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine. And 11, Run the Jewels by Run the Jewels. Nice. That is a great... I love that you have Miss Jackson that high. That's a great 10. I love that you have Run the Jewels too. I, I actually... Run the Jewels I had kind of forgotten about and then I went through their albums and I... I guess I just hadn't didn't have a list something on but that that is a great track i thought like i like all their albums and i like so many songs but i thought that that was good because it's like the first track on the first album and it just introduces you to like here's what you're getting and they kind of introduce themselves in the verses too yeah and it's great it is like a perfect kickoff track oh that's that's a great 10 any other one that you want to touch on um, the Damage Incorporated song, that's the only Metallica song I have on here, but it's the closing track from Master of Puppets, and it is just like five minutes of absolute destruction um, in the best possible way. So if anybody likes heavy metal, you, you probably know it, but Damage Incorporated is great. Nice. 
All right, my 20 is Jolene by Dolly Parton. My 19 is My Girl by The Temptations. My 18 is Just a Friend by Biz Marquis. My 17 is All Rise by Ben Harper. My 16 is Chasing Pavements by Adele. My 15 is Seasons by Future Islands. My 14 is Take Me Home Country Roads by John Denver. My 13 is Smells Like Team Spirit, Teen Spirit, excuse me, <laughs> by Nirvana. Uh, my 12 is Ohio by Damian Gerardo. And my 11 is Lost by Natalie Prass. I love that Adele song. I love that we both have a John Denver song on our list. <laughs> yes. Uh, like Take Me, Home's Country, Take Me Home Country Roads is a song I learned when I uh, went to summer camp at uh, Camp Northwestern, which is a, a camp in like the San Juan Islands of Washington. And what they do at that camp is they change the lyrics slightly to instead of being West Virginia, it's like about Lopez Island, which is where the camp is. But that is such a great song. And it's like, it's because I went to that camp and the camp closed for a few years, the last, the, the year I was there, uh, I was in like 95 or six. Like, it's just like a, a even sadder song than it actually is. Uh, like just in, in the way that it resonates with me. So I love that song. I, uh, the future Island song seasons. I obviously really enjoy. I used it to do like, a video for Elena for her first year. I just like cut to stitch together a ton of like short clips of her uh, in chronological order and did it to that song. Um, Cause I thought that was kind of perfect, but Adele, you bring up a good point. Like chasing pavements. I heard of her for the first time. I saw her performance on Saturday Night Live. And like, then I knew I was like, Whoa, she is good. And this is a really good song. And it's still my favorite song of hers by a mile. It's just like, it's such a good song. Yeah, I love those moments when you see somebody for the first time and you just realize like, oh, wow, that's going to be like a just a domination of the industry kind of person, you know? Yeah. And I just, I wanted to mention too with Bismarck Key and Just a Friend, like that is, I have it ranked as my 18th best song or favorite song. It's along with other songs on my list, maybe not the best song. But this is like where I struggle with like, I, I fucking love this song though. Of course it has to be like right high on my list. Yeah. So that is, that's where it landed. But that's like one of those songs that was the toughest to kind of judge. Yeah, I had a few like that, especially with mine, with some of the like metal stuff. I'm like, how do I differentiate between that? Like that was a big struggle, but I ultimately just went with all my favorites. That's what you gotta do. All right, let's do 10 through six. 10. One of the best sounding records that I've ever heard in my life is Super Unknown by um, Soundgarden from 1994. And 4th of July is my favorite song from that album. So that's number 10. Number nine is Parable and Parabola, back to back tracks from Tool. Um, number eight, Stankonia, Stank Love, the last outcast entry on my list. Number seven, Into the Void by Black Sabbath, the second Into the Void, completely unrelated, but same title um and number six is floods by pantera nice i like that you had a good chunk of outcast songs we had different outcast songs on our list but uh that's a great one what made you like put it as like your favorite well maybe it's not your favorite but probably your favorite outcast song it's just i i don't know Sometimes I put a little extra um, credence into the ones that I feel like maybe it's my favorite, but it's not necessarily like the 
everybody's favorite or maybe one that everybody likes as much, but it's a little bit different for them. It's slower. It's more like of a, uh, like an R and B leaning, even though it's a rap song and the guest vocal on it is just, it's not even a rapper. It's just like a guest vocal singing, like a big part of the lead of that song. And it's just such a great, like funky, awesome song. I love it. Mm-hmm. I forget because I was going through Stan Coney and I was going through Aquemini like in the last couple of weeks again. It's just like there are so many good atmospheric tracks on both of those albums. Yeah, I think they might have, if not the most from them, it's like they're tied on this list, the artists with the most songs. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, my number 10 is It's Tricky by Run DMC. My number nine is In My Life by the Beatles. My number eight is Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. My number seven is Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. And my number six is Rosa Parks by Outkast. Oh yeah. I think so, not to spoil my own list, and I was talking to Seth dropped by last week. Uh, He was driving from Northern California to Southern California. And so we, we chatted for a little bit and I said, I'm putting together a list of a hun- my 100 favorite songs. Um, and it, it's just been really hard to rank the rap hip hop songs in particular. And then I had Rosa Parks at as my number one hip hop song, uh, which I still do. But the I just like I thought like it didn't quite sound like it should be. But this was an area where I had to just like work with like it actually is my favorite. And it honestly, because it came out, I think when I was in eighth grade, and I shouldn't say, I think I know it came out when I was in eighth grade and it is the song that changed predominantly what type of music I listened to. And so to think that like one song, how that impact was just like, and it was played, they played the shit out of that song on the radio. I mean, probably only Hey Ya did they play more than that song, but Rosa Parks is a great song. And just the, the sonar sound in it is so hypnotic. The verses are awesome. Both uh, Andre and Big Boy have incredible verses, especially Andre on that track. Uh, I love the like country breakdown. It's just a great track. Absolutely. That's and the other one that I had on my original list and cut the, I think it might've been the only one I cut was Bombs Over Baghdad, which I love also. That, yeah, that was on my initial like 350 list that didn't quite make it. That's a great song, like really yeah. high energy. Yeah. Okay, we are to it. The top five. Uh, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, let's get into it. These are our top five favorite songs of all time. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. B-Pimp, what's your number five? You had it on your list. Uh, it's Heart of Gold by Neil Young. Keep me searching for a heart of gold. And I'm getting old. Nice. God, that's such a good track. It's amazing. Um, I, I always loved the, that album. I, I'm not kidding. I had six songs from it. I think there's 10 on the album. I had six of them on my original list. Um, it's the story even behind how he got that recorded like he just had these songs and then was in nashville and i think he recorded it at like midnight with a bunch of session musicians and 
it's just for, I don't know what it is about that album, but I just love everything about it. Everything about the way it sounds, just like the the gravity of the lyrics. There's just something special about it that I don't think is really replicated in a lot of music. So I've always loved that song quite a bit. No, I agree. That's a it's a really really good track. All right, my number five is "I and Love and You" by the Avet Brothers. There's just something about the song. I mean, it's like the the chorus is really good, like, but it I played it on guitar and piano, and it's just like a fun song to cover, and it just it hits all the feels in like the right spots. Absolutely. Number my number four is Jazz We've Got by a Tribe Called Quest. Ooh, I like it. So pay attention, it's not hard to decipher. And after the horns, you can check out the viper. my favorite tribe song i love it i love the beat i love that ron carter is playing bass live on that track one of the best jazz bassists ever it's a lovely lovely song that is a great number four my number four is peaches by the presidents of the united states of america millions of peaches peaches for me millions of peaches peaches for free look out probably the the first song where when I heard it, I actually realized I have to get a CD player and I have to get this CD. Isn't that a great feeling? Yeah. So that was the song that did it for me. So it had to be up there. What's your number three? Number three is Wood by Alice in Chains. Nice. My favorite, uh, one of my favorite bands, and the, I think their best song. It's very melancholy and unique and lovely. Is that on Dirt? Yeah, it's the yeah, closer on Dirt. Dirt. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. No, that's a great track. Uh, my number three is "I Want You Back" by the Jackson Five. This is my favorite dance song of all time. I feel like whenever this like song kicks in, I'm just like, it's probably at a wedding or something. And like, hopefully we can go to parties and weddings eventually at some point. But uh, it's just like the perfect dance track. Uh, And I play it for Elena all the time and she loves it. Hard to argue that. Yeah. Um, Number two is Blackwater Park by Opeth. I have never heard that song or that band. It's a great, they're a Swedish metal band. It's a 12 minute and eight epic closer to their album, also called Blackwater Park. It's probably been my favorite song. One of my favorite songs since I was like 15. It's just, it's a masterpiece. All right. I will, if it's in your top five of songs all time, let alone your top two, then I'll, I'll give it a listen. Yeah. Even though it's crazy long. Yep. Uh, my number two is Angel from Montgomery by John Prine, sung by Bonnie Raitt. Make me an angel that flies from Montgomery. Make me... Ooh. Uh, I, I feel like this is the best folk song ever, which is a weird thing to even, like, say, because that's just, like, not a fair comparison, but it's, like, perfect. 
That's the trade. Uh, I'll listen to that because I haven't heard that one. So I got to check that out. Yeah, you definitely got to check that one out. Uh, Bonnie Raitt sings that really well. John Prine wrote it. Um, and then sometimes in live performances, I've seen a few cases where like Bonnie Raitt will sing a couple of verses and John Prine sings a verse. Um, I like deeply, deeply regret that I've never seen John Prine in concert. And I always wanted to. And then uh, unfortunately he died from COVID. Um, and so I won't get the opportunity to, but this is like, he's such a great songwriter. And I think this is his best song. And Bonnie Raitt is, sings it really, really like perfectly. Yeah. Her voice is unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. It's my favorite song. The number one favorite song. What is it? It didn't really change. Um, like, I think you mentioned this when we were talking about this, like it was your number one. So I guess that's my number one. It's Dave Grohl plays the drums on it and he does a closing, uh, just a, I think the last two minutes of the song are just him accelerating the pace of this drum riff that he's doing to like a, a manic pace. And then he stops and then picks it up and it closes it out. It's song for the dead by Queens of the stone age. It's a perfect representation of what I love about music. It's got killer guitar riffs, unbelievable drumming. Josh or uh, Mark Lanigan from Stre- Screaming Trees, another Seattle band, sings the guest lead vocal, and he's got an amazing voice. Best song of all time, in my opinion. My favorite song. Excellent, excellent pick. That's. Uh, I was curious as to, like I had no idea what your favorite song was going to be, but like I like that you picked that. That's like I don't think I realized it was guest vocals from the screaming trees guy yeah he does he works with them a lot that's one of the ones he sings on huh i'll have to check that out then my number one also yeah you mentioned it i was looking for a song to take this song down and it never happened but it feels absurd that this is my favorite song but there's something about okay here's what's crazy about this like most of the songs on this list are well i wouldn't say most of them a lot of the songs on this list i probably know all of the lyrics do or close to all the lyrics do this one i like honestly i don't but it's there is something about the mood that is set here or i think when it came out because it came out in 1990 which is like i was five years old and that's probably a perfect time for a song to come out and for me to remember it for my whole life but my number one song is enjoy the silence by depeche mode Yeah. It's, I love it. I love Depeche Mode. It's just like, I love the hook on it. Um, the, my only because I was listening to it a lot over the last two weeks, and the video is like stupid, but like <laughs> the song itself. So I was like, not watch the video as I listen to the song. But like, it's such a good song. I just, I don't know. There's something about it. I just love this song. I really love that band too, because they do, like I said, with Queens of the Stone Age, like just, that's why they're one of my favorite bands is like that sound. I love it. And I think Depeche Mode, they, the guy's voice is unbelievable. And they have such a sense for like the melodies with the keyboards and everything that are just like, usually they're dark and like a little unsettling, but it's just beautiful the way they yeah. write music. 
No, you bring it. It's like beautifully unsettling. I feel like this song. Yeah. Um, all right. We did it. A hundred songs. That's amazing. I, I'm so happy that Depeche Mode is your number one. I was shocked by that. <laughs> yeah, good. No, I'm glad. Um, all right. It, are there any just like that you want to run through really quickly that just missed your list that you want to make sure you get a shout out? I don't. I have some stats about my list, so I don't have honorable mentions, but I could do that in lieu of honorable mentions. Yeah, please do cover them. So average year released of my songs was 1995. The average length was five minutes and 29 seconds. I mentioned the longest and shortest songs. I have songs from 10 different countries. By far the most is the U.S., but then there was nine from the U.K., five from Sweden, four from Canada, three from Australia, two from Germany, and one each from France, Norway, Poland, and Scotland. And I've got eight genres on my list. I just lumped them into, like, broad strokes. So I have... uh, 32 metal songs, 25 rock songs, 18 rap songs, 10 pop songs, six folk songs, four R&B songs, three jazz songs, and two blues songs. That's, I didn't really even think about genres. I never looked up the years. That's interesting to hear your average year is 1995. I'm curious as to what mine is. I'm guaranteed that my average track length is not that long. I know, it's it's skewed by a few. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's, That's awesome. Um, I like part of me wants to read through the 50 that like missed my list. I don't think I'm going to do that. Uh, but there are some that were just like really hard, really hard to leave off. I actually really like the Kesha song praying. I like Harvey Danger, uh, flagpole Sitta. That's a I great like, song. I realized my favorite Weezer song is pink triangle, which is, I think this is like a great song. I was so earlier version of this list had Fiona Apple criminal on it. And it just like missed. Same with Talib Kweli, Get By, and Black Star. And Elliot Smith, Tomorrow, Tomorrow is one of my favorite songs. I even had a fish song, Heavy Things, that was on my list a little bit earlier that just got booted off. But I really like that song a lot. And I don't know. Do you ever listen to Angel Olsen? No. Shut Up, Kiss Me. Well, that whole album that's, that's on, My Woman, I'm pretty sure that's the one it's on. Um, I'll have to double check. But is a great album but that's like a particularly great song nice and then just a few like hip-hop songs that were hard to leave off but i did like ice cube it was a good day uh notorious big with juicy far side passing me by like these are all like some of my favorite songs i even really like like if i was gonna have walk-on music i think i would do it to ti what you know about me (laughs) <laughs> so I, I like just had to leave that off my list and then i always like dear mama by tupac as well but um oh also the 50 cent and the game song hate it or love it i think is like a really great beat excellent song uh so totally it, was just, that. it was just hard to leave off some of these songs like i was reminded of city high what would you do like oh yeah that was a jam yeah I, like i remember hearing that on the radio for the first time i was like whoa that was different um but yeah some great songs that were just really hard to leave off the list absolutely all right if if you have a hundred songs that you like uh that we forgot about let us know i'm sure we of course want to hear more music so next time we put together a list like this that uh we make sure that we are considering all songs please let us know on our twitter that's at whiskey sessions or our email whiskey sessions music at gmail.com and we'll read your email on a future episode, but we got a couple of emails that we got to get to for this 100th episode. So let's get to it. These are your emails. 
you sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. All right. BPM, what do we got in the old email inbox? We got an email from our old friend, Vodka Ron. He says, hey, bros and booze, it's your old pal, Vodka Ron. Wanted to hit up the old mailbag to say congrats on podcasting history. A hundred is crazy. The listeners surely have benefited greatly from this pod most glorious. You've changed the whiskey game for sure. It's now not just one thing to like whiskey to like whiskey. Now the standard has been set. It is now clear that in order for one to properly enjoy whiskey, they must drink it and chat about it with their buds on a recording and create two whole albums of branded content. Yeah, I agree, Ron. So glad you counted down your top 100 songs for the episode. It's a very fitting topic. What's that? Not one killer's Christmas song made either of your lists. (laughs) Thank goodness Vodka Rod is here to remind everyone that now is the perfect time to enjoy these new holiday favorites. It will continue to keep me awake at night that masterpiece works of art are enjoyed only by a relative few when they should be enjoyed by all. This is great. This is my uh, editorializing, but I'm glad that he's on brand here with the killer's Christmas songs. Um, A challenge for all the whiskey heads make any kind of whiskey sessions tagged post liking your favorite killer's Christmas song and your boy vodka Ron will take one shot of vodka per post. (laughs) Congrats on a hundred dudes. Here's to a hundred more. You rule. I rule. Tell your friends to get with my friends and they can be friends. Awesome. Vakarana is the best. He is. He's responsible for our great whiskey tracker and he's been on multiple times. He's a great man. Thank you, Vakaran. Yeah. Great past guest. Will be a future guest. Like Vakaran is like that he put together that, that tracker was incredible. That's great. I'm a little worried about the alcohol poisoning he's like subjecting himself to. Yeah, he's 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 signing up for a tricky bargain there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I got another email. From Clarissa Giannopoulos, class of 2021 at the Pennsylvania Dutch Music College. Never heard of it. All right. Anyway, uh, long time sesh head here. I'm entering my fifth year of music college, double majoring in strings and tuba. To say the least, I know a good song when I hear one, and I have got a good one for yous too. Ever since I first heard it, I can't get it out of my mind. Take a listen and keep up the great work. So at this point, Clarissa provides a YouTube link for this song. And it is for, I totally forgot about this, but I am on board with this being a top song. It's the silent song from the movie Pootie Tang, which I know we debated what we were going to do a top 100 of. And really the only things we could potentially even do them were either going to be songs or movies. I think movies probably would have been easier. It would have been more straightforward. I think it's like easier to just like determine if a movie is bad or good than a song. But like, I think I probably would have Pootie Tang on my top 100 movies. And this song is like a perfect, like stupid example of why I like that movie. But I, I second what Clarissa is telling us with the silent song from Pootie Tang, where Pootie Tang is just so good. Uh, such an incredible person that like, he doesn't even need to do anything at all. And it's a hit. Sadate. Sadate. Uh, and that's how they sign it off. Sadate, Clarissa Giannopoulos. Uh, Thanks, Clarissa. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. B-Pimp, you got, you got anything you want to add? I just think it's been a wonderful 100th episode, and I'm glad. And I can't wait to do our top 200 songs on the 200th episode <laughs> in 2024. <laughs> no, I can't wait for that either. Um but yeah, until then, hit us up with an email. You can hit us up at uh, whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. We'll read it on a future episode. But until then, 100 episodes, B-Pimp. You got any final words of wisdom that you want to leave our listeners with? 
I would say make sure that you enjoy your whiskey responsibly and your the best whiskey is the one you have in your hand. Absolutely. Those are words of wisdom if I ever heard them. All right. Until next time, this is A. Metz saying peace out. And be pimp. Happy 100. Happy 100.